What's up, fam? It is the Hale Fitness Podcast. I am Coach Jay. I'm here with Coach Wendy and Coach Heidi. Hey. We are, um, I've got, I've got my new mom here and mom-to-be. And uh, Coach Heidi the other day, Coach Heidi and I the other day were talking about the experience of being pregnant. And I was like, oh, yeah, when I was pregnant. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, what, what came up is the way people treat you when you're pregnant, they treat you like you, you can't do anything and you don't know what to do. And I thought we'd talk about that today because this is something I think people experience whether you're pregnant or not, but especially when you're pregnant, people treat you like you're weak mm-hmm. and you're dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. So that's what this is going to be called. You are not weak or dumb. Awesome. So, all right, this this was sparked by uh, something that happened the other day. You, Heidi, you were out in your driveway, like yep. moving giant slabs of brick or something. No, it was a, it was a big wooden table. <laughs> right. Okay. Not particularly heavy, just awkward. Right. Yeah. And what happened? Uh, my neighbor called me out via text and I was like, you need to put that down and go get your husband to do that for you. <laughs> and then uh, I love her. She's always looking out for me. She is so well-intentioned. And then she actually texted my friend and ratted me out to her too. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Snitching. Yeah. yeah. I got yeah. snitched on. Yeah. So I, I think there's there's kind of a perception when you're pregnant and you're, to be clear, you're like nine and a half months pregnant right now? Yeah. yeah. Within within two weeks of being done, being yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Yes. This is your, actually your last day here before yeah. maternity leave. Uh, we figured we record record so you have this for posterity forever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember it when all the hormones kick in and I forget everything that happened. <laughs> um, so there's this perception when you're pregnant or when you're a new mom that you're just like you shouldn't be lifting weights, you shouldn't mm-hmm. be moving, you shouldn't be doing that. What, what do you What do you both think of that? Mm. It's uh, from my perspective been a really interesting uh, kind of journey, going from reading through all the pamphlets that Kaiser gives you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the most striking one. I think I was like three or four months in, and you know my midwife, she's so sweet. She's like you know, asking me stuff about my job duties. And I was talking about how I move hundred pound mats and whatever. She's like, Oh, be really careful. Yeah. And I'm like a hundred pounds isn't very much. Yeah. Like I'm still deadlifting 250 plus like it's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But the most striking thing was in one of the pamphlets. It said, you know, stay healthy, exercise, get 150 minutes a week, uh, incorporate weight training, like eight pound dumbbells. And I was like, holy shit, my kid's going to be more than eight pounds. Like what is eight pounds going to do for me? Like yeah. this is, this is the guidance Yeah. as opposed to, you know, what we do in preparation just for life. We lift significantly more. So it was kind of shocking and it started to make me question like, do I need to take it that easy? Like if I take it that easy, what happens Yeah. in a few months when I actually have to do these job duties with another human? Yeah. You know? So Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't like prep you much, I no. guess you can say. Like no. it it, it kind of just it's not guidance, honestly. Yeah. Like, it, same here. Um I did have a different um a different experience with my midwife when I was um, you know, going through my general appointments or whatever and she actually encouraged me to continue to lift weights and move as much as possible and not like she did not want me to sit on the couch and just you know lay down she actually wanted me to move 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 yeah but i think it's just like it just every doctor midwife has like a different i guess way to guide someone um but yeah like the way you know kaiser had the same pamphlets too as well it's like eight pounds really like yeah 
Yeah. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like what? I mean, my, my son was like almost nine pounds when he was born. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, it doesn't prep you for anything. I yeah. think, especially was he nine pounds when he was, he was born? almost nine pounds. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. He was a huge it's like, baby. It's like 10% of your body weight. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and I needed to lift eight pound dumbbells to prep, yeah. prep yeah. me for that. Right. Yeah. It's right. like absolutely nothing. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, you know, look, obviously if you're watching this, you know, Coach Heidi, Coach Wendy, you know, very strong, strong women that have a lot of experience doing this. And so when someone says, oh, you should only lift eight pound dumbbells, like it does kind of feel like, ah, this is ridiculous. But what I think is interesting, kind of what you told me is like, it's not just that people think you, you know, just shouldn't lift weights, but they don't think that you even know enough about yourself to be able to make the proper judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't know. I mean, even just hearing that, if someone said that to me, I'd kind of be like, Man, F you. Like, yeah. I, like, is that, do you, do you have that experience? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I went through this similar situation too, when I was working out and, you know, like heck of pregnant, like how Heidi looks like <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, like a couple of people, even even my own mother once told me, like, because I, I think it was my sister who was like recording me and she sent, you know, her the video. And yeah. my mom was so upset with me. She's like, What are you thinking? You need to stop doing that. But, you know, like, and she she knows that I've been doing this sport for multiple years, right? Yeah. But yeah. she she just like freaked out on me. She was so mad at me. And she, yeah. she thought that it was like bad for me, that I would hurt the baby. So like, yeah, people thought that I was incapable of, con- you know, keeping up with my routine. Yeah. Um, With my, me carrying a child, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah multiple times with my family, um, even with, you know, people just like, seeing me on videos too like i had a couple of friends from high school saying like oh my god that's a beast but you need to be careful like i don't know that right yeah 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 (laughs) you know so that's like the things that would kind of trigger me yeah like if i didn't know that i needed to be careful right so yeah 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 similar it's not like you were playing rugby or something yeah 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 Yeah. so yeah (laughs) yeah i I think that a lot of people see the highlight reel. Like they see you do something that looks really risky. And what they don't see is for the last eight months, I've been, you know, asking Rebecca, asking, you know, other people in our community, like, hey, is there anything I need to be looking out for? And I have those filters in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they may see like, oh, shit, she just picked up 100 pounds like it was nothing. Like, what are you doing? That's stupid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, first off, this is like 30% what I normally lift. Yeah. So this is not on the fringe or this is not me straining. Secondly, I'm considering all of the different things. Like I'm in touch with my pelvic floor and my breathing. Mm-hmm. I'm not bearing down. I'm thinking about the ways, you know, that this could impact, you know, the health of the baby and my health and my, my risk of injury. And before I do something, I, I risk assess, mm-hmm. you know, I'm yeah. not going to do something reckless. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like these things are all really well thought out. And also, you know, sometimes you have to perform things that are outside of the scope of day-to-day. My day-to-day training, super boring. I spend a lot of time connecting so I know I don't get hurt. Spend yeah. a lot of time mobilizing so my back doesn't give me trouble when my mm-hmm. body is shifting. Like mm-hmm. what's more taxing to me is putting on my socks and dealing with the fact that I am carrying this giant 20 pounds of weight in front of me all day. It's not the 100 pounds I picked up mm-hmm. and squatted. Yeah. yeah. And I think when people see the highlight reels, like it's so shocking to them because it's outside of their experience. But the harder part 
is just the day-to-day boring stuff. Yeah. That's way more taxing on my body. And I think, and I think to be clear, there are real dangers (laughs) when you are pregnant of Mm -hmm. things that you could do that could potentially harm you or harm your child. I think what, what kind of would trigger, would trigger me and what, you know, I kind of saw when I talked to you about it is the assumption that you don't know about that. Yeah. The assumption that, you know, you don't know what's safe. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you, you said this when you actually delivered, it's like actually what you feel and what you've learned can tell you more than what somebody outside of you can yeah. tell you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, and I do, I think people really discount that and they just kind of move towards like, you know, better safe than sorry. Don't do anything. Yeah. But I mean, that's no way to no way to live your life for nine months and oh beyond, my goodness. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that I said this multiple times too, when I would have, um, you know, ta- conversations with our members, I more so not did it because I wanted to tell myself that I'm still a badass, right? Even we're carrying a, a child, but more so for my mental health, because yeah. Yeah. I would go crazy if I stayed home and just sit on the couch and just lay down. Right. Yeah. Oh, but it's more so for me to stay calm you know, get my hormones under control, especially on those rough days where you're running out of breath by just getting up the couch and yeah. You know, yeah. getting back down. Yeah. It was more so for me to like be, be okay yeah. for those last few weeks of being pregnant. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I more so did it because of that. Um, so, but people don't see that, right? Unless they ask you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of like it, you have this movement practice that you have for years and years and years, and it makes you really aware of your body mm-hmm. when it feels good, when it feels bad, when your breathing feels good, when it feels bad, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have this human that's moving your organs around mm-hmm. and you have this new filter. And if I, I think if I were to stop and like sit on the couch, one, I feel worse because my mm-hmm. body's not moving, but like I'm going into the biggest athletic event in my life. Like when's the last time I did a three day workout that involved, you know, (laughs) squatting, pushing all of these things (laughs) breathing and breathing while my lungs are like being compressed by this giant human and it's, it's the unknown. So if I go into this less prepared because I'm not connected to how my body should move, I'm not in touch with what my breathing feels like now with this giant belly. I'm not in contact with how my hips feel and how they feel open or closed or what's going on. Like, I think that's just such a huge detriment. Yeah. And so hopefully your marathon is not that long. I hope it's not three days, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm planning the mental toughness side of it. Like, Hey, if I got to go 72 hours, I can do this. I can breathe. I could be fine. But like, let's, let's just hope it doesn't. (laughs) I'd like to fit. It's like when you do Murph and you think it's going to take you five hours because it's a million things to do. And then you're done in like 45 minutes. Nonstop Murph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> Nonstop Merv. So, do you um, do you feel any of this? Like when people kind of express this, like, "Oh, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that." Do you like feel indignant, or you just kind of like <laughs> let it go? It's kind of a mix of both. Yeah. Like, I I accept, like, hey, you have some concern for me as a human, and I super appreciate that, and I evaluate, yeah. like, am I doing something stupid? Because sometimes I am. Yeah, and I. <laughs> There are times I do something stupid. Yes. And I will evaluate like who it's coming from. Are you coming from a position of expertise that I need to evaluate more than what I know of my body? Yes yeah. or no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they, I may give that more, you know, more weight. But then when it comes down to it, like my indignance is more like, I would love to educate you on how 
you can be in more in touch with your body. Yeah. <laughs> like it sucks to think that, you know, whether you're injured, whether you're pregnant, whatever, it's a season. And if you are out of touch with your body, you're going to be in a worse position, no matter what you're going to have a worse outcome. And so part of me is like, thanks for the concern, but also like one, I got this. And two, you might want to reevaluate how you think of someone as broken or you think of someone as like, Oh, you shouldn't be doing that Yeah, because maybe, maybe you should be, maybe that is the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great point. And the reason I wanted to bring you both on and talk about this is it's not just about being pregnant. Mm -hmm. It's really like when you get older, for example, Oh yeah. you know, if you're, if you're in your sixties or seventies, so let's say you're in your sixties and you're on an airplane with your suitcase and somebody automatically assumes that you are not going to be able to put the suitcase Mm -hmm. on the overhead bin. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, if, if you accept that, then eventually you will not be able to put the suitcase on the overhead bin anymore yeah. mm-hmm. because you'll be letting someone else do it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't accept that and you become aware of what you can and can't do, then you'll know, okay, well, if I, you know, if my knee does this weird thing, it's going to tweak or, you know, oh, my shoulder's going to, you yeah. know, and so you'll be able to kind of tune into that stuff. Right. You need to learn from those experiences. You can't just not do them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm curious, actually, way before you were pregnant, have either of you ever had an experience like that where, you know, somebody thought, oh, you're, you're not strong to do this thing or, all you the know, time. all the time. <laughs> this is like a common thing for women to have to go through. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Especially yeah. a, a woman my size, right? Yeah. Right. I'm a, I'm a tiny thing, right? I'm like, well, maybe you wouldn't be able to reach the overhead bin. That's <laughs> unrelated to your strength, but totally can push jerk it. All right. Jump push it. Press. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And, and so this is like something you've been through multiple times. Like, mm-hmm. how, I, how do you, do you, do you just, do you just let it go? Is it just like a normal thing? I find it like... hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I find it really funny. Like I yeah. giggle inside and then until, you know, they see me like, you know, lift or do a workout, I just give them a smile and a stare at them. Like, yeah, that's what you thought I couldn't do. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, at first I would take it personal, right? Because it's like, oh, just because what you see is you have already a picture of what I can do, what I'm capable of doing. Right. Um, but now like over the years, it's just, it's just funny to me. Yeah. yeah, I just giggle. I tend to giggle. I don't take it yeah. as personal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you spend all this time training and people just assume yeah, you... But it is kind of nice being kind of the, the, you know, the underdog mm-hmm. in a way. People kind of underestimate mm-hmm. what you're capable mm-hmm. of. Yeah. And I'm not going to say sometimes that doesn't have its, its advantages. Yeah. Because sometimes it does. Sometimes <laughs> you're like, help. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I need your help. Yeah. <laughs> but it is it is really funny when someone's like, oh, are you sure you can get that? I'm like, I just moved it all this way. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Am I sure I can do this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or someone underestimates you and you can laugh at them. And then like they'll go off doing their thing and think they're all macho. And it's usually men, sometimes yeah. women. And then you just do the thing and they're like, wait, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So this kind of concept of like people looking at you as weak and dumb, this is just a thing that yeah. that happens. Oh, oh totally. Yeah. That sucks. Totally. Yeah, it, was, it, <laughs> it was funny the other day, um, my husband's coworker was over. He was helping us uh, paint the house. He has a side business and he was insisting that he does all this work and like move this heavy stuff in the backyard. I was like, no, I got it. Like I put it here. I'm paying you to paint. I'm not yeah. paying you to do this random yard work. Like you don't have to do this. Yeah. This is my to-do list. It's cool. 
So I'm like moving this heavy planter, doing all this other stuff. He's like, no, no, you, I can do it. And I'm like, no, it's fine. And he looks at me, he's like, what do you do for work? And I was like, <laughs> right. Like you aren't aware that I'm around this environment so much. And I think mm-hmm. these people that doubt are not used to seeing humans that spend eight to 10 hours a day, every day, watching people move, mm-hmm. moving their own bodies mm-hmm. and practicing this. Yeah. Because like you, the level of mastery that comes with that is just different than what anyone else understands. Yeah. 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 And it's a, yeah, it is a practice. Yeah. And to a large extent in a day-to-day life outside of where we are, it's unnecessary. Yeah, totally. Right? <laughs> Except when it is. Yeah. Right. There's times where you're just like, oh, I cannot lift this thing. I, you mm-hmm. know, I cannot, whatever, I can't dump the water in the water jug thing, right? Or, you know, I can't move this big thing. I have to go get a neighbor to do this thing. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, climb up on this. It's a matter of independence. Yeah. And if you're in a position where you find yourself not being able to do a thing that like other healthy humans can do, Mm -hmm. you have to sort of Mm -hmm. (laughs) reevaluate. Like, maybe I need to do something about this. Yeah. We had just an hour ago, what did she say? She was 68 years old. We had a 68-year-old climb the top of a rope. Oh, a oh yes. Rope. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 68. Yeah. Right? Like, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And 68 the, with a shoulder injury, too. Yeah. 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 And in the same class, a 63-year-old climbed to the top of the yeah. rope. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're in your 60s. You're able to climb 12, 15 feet in the air. Like, think about how the strength that you have to have to be able to do that and how that's going to apply to everything else in life when you're 70, 80, Mm -hmm. 90 years old. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you ignore that stuff, then you lose it and you will never. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't practice it, it it doesn't happen and it doesn't have to be this perfect situation where you're always doing these crazy feats, but Mm -hmm. you have to be confident enough that you can do this so that when the, the life thing comes up, you have your independence. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're, whether you're pregnant or not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, the the title of this was kind of weak and dumb. And the truth is, like, you don't have to be weak and dumb, yeah. right? Like other people, if they see you that way, you can take advantage of it like mm-hmm. you do. I'm sure. I'm sure both of you ladies Sometimes. have taken advantage of this. <laughs> Strategically. Only, <laughs> yes. only when it's like, yeah, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, you know, kind of weak and dumb men that maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but also just like, you know, if you accept that as a label that people put on you or, mm-hmm. you know, you're surrounded by that all of the time, then it will start to change how you view yourself and you'll be less capable. Yeah. And that's really mm-hmm. why, you know, stronger people are harder to kill, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, anyways, anything else to add on this? No, I think um, just own it. Own what you're capable of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think no matter what, I mean, you you are your best I mean, sometimes, I wouldn't say most of the times, you're the best judge, right, to what you're capable of doing. Um, but just own it. That's yeah. that's what I would say. Own it. Even if you're injured, if you're pregnant, yeah, own it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's the truth. Like, have some mm-hmm. guardrails from people that you trust and experts that can actually assess that risk for you. Mm-hmm. And once you're inside those guardrails, like, I'm not saying go crazy or do anything stupid, but, like, you – you have to sometimes test what you can do within those guardrails. You Mm -hmm. have to sometimes remember like, oh, I can do this so that when you get down the road, you don't run into like, 
I don't know. Like I haven't done that in a long time, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in order to, to keep it, you have to use it. And once you have those guardrails from your trusted people and you know that you're in the clear, I, I think just do what you can to train with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really, if you get into a practice of training, then you will create the awareness yeah. that will tell you like when things are not quite right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. Heidi, we're going to miss you, although I don't expect that we're... <laughs> Gonna spend around. a whole lot of time without you. No. So uh so we'll see you in the next one. Yep. Bye. Bye.